You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Now the DA says it categorically rejects the claims. Remember Caleb um, Katalia? Right. He says uh, all has been manufactured in an attempt to justify his his resignation, including his mischaracterization of the party's position on the war in Gaza. The former DA MP Khaled Kachalia resigned yesterday, saying the leadership of the DA has become increasingly uncomfortable with his public utterances over the past few months. He says the matter mainly concerns issues around the war on Gaza. Speaking to my colleague Aldrin, Kachalia said, as a consequence, he's been fired from his position in the shadow cabinet. I was threatened with being put forward in front of a disciplinary committee. I was uh, told that I would be red flagged. Then I was told that that uh, the, there was a discussion in, in FedEx and they decided not to red flag me and not to discipline me as long as I would shut up and sit in a corner and then they sent me a uh, 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 cease and desist uh, uh, message, which is a uh, uh, letter, which is uh, uh, a gagging order. Yeah, cease and desist on what? That I must, cannot say anything about about the war in Gaza or Israel or Palestine. I can talk about our wonderful Mr. Stenhaven is. I can talk about uh, 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 how bad the ANC is. I can talk about the flowers in my garden, but I must not mention the wall. That's a bit strange that a party would send its member cease and desist letter. That's absurd. Yeah. So you clear you're not going back to the Democratic Alliance. You've now you've not you've not you've, you've now resigned. Do you regret though joining the party and leaving the no. ANC for the DA? No, no, no. I don't regret joining the party. I joined the party because of its values and principles. I would. I still value those principles. Yeah. I value those particular values. Okay. Well, what? Well, it's, it's the leadership, John Stearns' leadership, which has taken this party to the mess that it finds itself. What's wrong with John Stearns? Authoritarian, not with his finger on the pulse and the mood of the country, fishing in the traditional ponds of only of DA support, not looking to uh, the support of the vast majority of these people in this country, and all of that doesn't bode well. The voice there of former DA member and member of parliament, Khaled Kachalia. For more on this, we're joined on the line by spokesperson for the Democratic Alliance, Soli Malati. Soli, a very good morning to you. Is uh, the Democratic Alliance colder this morning without Kachalia as its member? Um, good morning, Savinzile. The temperature in the Democratic Alliance was the same as it was yesterday. Um, I think it's important to just clarify some of the things that emerged from Mr. Kashalia's um, interview clip. It's, it's, it's very ironic, Savinzile, that he would, for instance, talk about how, you know, or claim, in fact, that how the party is um, authoritarian and how Mr. Stenhazen's leadership he has problems with. Uh, Mr. Kachalia was one of the most vocal supporters of Mr. Stenhazen in the lead-up to the DA's Congress just last year, mm-hmm. to the extent, to the extent that 
he even hosted Mr. John Stenhaven's victory party at his own house. The issue here is that sometime around um, October last year, when the conflict or the issue of the Middle East became um, international headlines, it dominated the discussion in the party's parliamentary caucus Mm -hmm. to the extent that on the 19th of October, we had a very long caucus discussion on this issue, wherein everyone in caucus who had views that they wanted to converse with the rest of our colleagues in order to inform the party's position had ample time to ventilate their thoughts. One of the prominent um, slots were allocated to Mr. Kachalia, who spent approximately 10 minutes um, ventilating his views. We had another caucus, we had two other caucus discussions um, on the 2nd of November and the subsequent week where, you know, different individuals were lobbying for different positions. Ultimately, caucus agreed on a particular position, which was... Which is what exactly? Yeah, which was a reinforcement of the DS position that we are in support of a two-state solution, that we are also in support of an unoccupied and sovereign Palestine, and that the appointed shadow minister for the party, being Emma Powell, will be the chief communicator on that, as is common practice, because... Shadow ministers in the Democratic Alliance are the chief political heads on their respective portfolio committees. Mr. Kachalia at that time was no longer the portfolio head for international So, so Solile, help so, me understand, what was expected of members of the Shadow Cabinet, that they're not allowed to tweet their personal views about uh, the, the, what is happening in Gaza, like calling the, the attack on, on Palestine genocide? No. What was agreed in the caucus decision was that the party's official communications on the issue should be centralized in the office of the Shadow Minister for International Relations so that we do not have an instance where other colleagues are commenting on issues that are outside of their portfolio. The reason we have dedicated spokespersons on different portfolios is to ensure that there is uniformity in our communications. Because you can't have a situation where everyone who has, you know, an opinion um, communicates to represent the party. People can have yeah. their opinions. Is, is that what, is that what uh, um, Kachalia was doing, that uh, um, w- when making public utterances and sharing his views on Gaza, that he was purporting to be speaking on behalf of the DA? Yes, that's what. He was purporting um, that he was speaking on behalf of the DA. He was purporting that the DA does not have a, a, a position so he, there is no party position that is different to what he was communicating. And he was also, which is the most important thing here, contradicting a DA caucus decision, which was that the comms on the party on the issue should be led, as is you know, standard practice and convention by the Shadow Minister of International Relations. So, so you, your issue as a, as a party with Khalib Kachalia is not, is not the views he holds about the genocide no. on Gaza. It's the fact that he violated communications processes within the party? Yes. Everyone can have their opinions. And he had even ample time to lobby the, those opinions in, 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 in the parliamentary caucus. You know, unfortunately for him, his opinions did not persuade the rest of the caucus. But 
the central issue here was that once Coca, because every organization has its own, you know, um, uh, SOP, right, in terms of how, you know, you communicate in terms of what is expected of the members of the caucus. And when the agreement is in place, and for someone who is a second-term member of parliament, member of that parliamentary caucus, you know, he knew what is expected of him. In this case, Mufatachalia, you know, felt strongly about his views, and he chose to um, continue ventilating them outside and then... Con, uh, uh, creating the impression that those were the views of the party when there they wasn't. Yeah. We've, got, we've got different portfolios, you know, um, um, in the organization. You've got a, yes, um, no, 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 sure, a, of a, course. Everybody plays a different role. You mentioned yeah. that it's on the 19th of August that you then esta- esta- established... October, uh, uh, yes, yes, thank you. Um, 19th of, of October. And this would have been about, you know, two, two weeks and, and a bit um, s- since the first attack um, um, in, 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 in Gaza or, or by Gaza that is have you perhaps are, are you still kind of on the, on the same uh, the same stance if you will it's several months later now the bombardment has continued and the devastation um, has really become even more astounding than what was the case in october as the da have you not shifted um, your your stance on this do you not think you should shift your stance given how quickly events have changed and progressed since the 19th of october I mean, there are still de- de- developments taking place on on, 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 on on this issue, chief amongst those being, you know, the developments that are happening at the International Court um, of Justice, for, 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 for instance. So, um, you know, as developments continue to, shape, uh, um, to take place, I think it is important to also observe what is happening at that level. It is also important, you know, to to know that, you know, the ICG, for instance, has not made a ruling on South Africa's case. And I think that will also be an important um, indicator of, at that level, whether, you know, um, uh, at that level, what the status is with regards to phrasing what is happening. In so no, are, no other information at your disposal is good enough for, for you as the DA to shift your stance on, on Gaza? Sorry? You're saying you have no other information on hand as the Democratic no. Alliance to shift your stance on Gaza. You have to wait for the ICJ? No, I'm not saying that, Zilin You are not being accurate in that. You, I'm saying to you, there are still major developments, and it is important, right, that as those developments happen, because this ICJ step is a major development on this issue, and I think, you know, we are all anticipating what the outcome will be. And there's been phrasing that, you know, has been used in, in, in the public discourse, particularly around whether what is happening in that area. Sorry, you're being disingenuous. The ICJ is a very recent occurrence. You're saying that on the 19th of October, as the DA, you took a stance about, about Gaza, right, what is happening there. I'm asking you that over the last three months, right, with thousands of people being, being killed, the bombardment increasing, you still haven't felt that you have enough information to shift your stance on Gaza. You have to wait for the ICJ, and who knows when they'll come back to us. No, the DA stance on the current development there, right, since October and even up to now, is that we are in favor of a two-state solution in the area, that we are in favor of an unoccupied and sovereign Palestine. We do not support any form of violence, particularly violence targeting civilians, because you need to create an environment of peace in order for the two-state solution to be upheld. And that further to that, you know, we cannot ignore that there are continued developments 
at that level. And in anticipation of what's going to happen um, at the ICJ, it is important to also get the clarity at that level because that is the best suited place to determine whether what is happening in there is genocide or not. Sounds like a cop-out, Swali. But but I, re- I respect your view and I appreciate your time with us this morning. We'll have to park it there. Swali Malazi speaks on behalf of the Democratic Alliance. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.